Welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, Episode 6. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today we're unpacking belief systems around the paranormal. So let's start with a story about a paranormal paradox from 2021, which I titled The Spawn of Satan. Now it's interesting when suddenly people you've known for a very long time have jarring shifts in their perspective about you and what you do for a living. Now I don't push paranormal talk on anyone, but if someone starts a conversation or they ask me a question, I'm going to answer that question to the best of my ability. Now one such experience occurred in mid-February 2021 when I was invited to have afternoon tea with a friend that I hadn't seen for many, many years. And we're going to call this lady Kim. Kim and I had known each other in passing through my place of employment, which she frequented with her family on a daily basis. And Kim was quite excited at the prospect of my new book called The Darkness Around Us, which discusses all aspects of paranormal entities, their behaviours and how they affect us and the environment in which we live. Now this lady was interested in all things spiritual and metaphysical and she lived a lifestyle of meditation and communing with spiritual beings on a daily basis. So she already had a good foundation in understanding spirituality. Now, Kim seemed intrigued and fascinated by my unusual line of work, as she called it, until our communications turned very, very sour after my afternoon visit. Now, let's backtrack here, and I shall explain how the situation became toxic. So upon entering her home the day before, I experienced what I can only describe as an instant choking cough. Now it rose very suddenly in my throat as I entered her home and it really, really took me by surprise and I couldn't suppress it. I coughed and coughed and coughed until I could clear my throat and breathe easier again. Kim stood in silence, helplessly watching as I struggled with this continuous hacking coughing fit. The noisy incident, oh my gosh, should have tweaked my supernatural senses about what was present in her home. But I was so excited to see Kim that I was distracted from my usual paranormal awareness. This was supposed to be my afternoon off. We enjoyed each other's company during the afternoon while discussing angels, archangels, spirit guides, meditation and the necessary universal balance between light and dark. Now, her expressed sanctified beliefs, it's the only way I can explain it, seemed compassionate and open to new perspectives at the same time. But, oh my gosh, that was soon to change. 
Now, the following day when opening my social media channels, Kim had sent me message after message after message talking wildly about the dark, scruffy, paranormal figure who stood silently in her kitchen all afternoon during our conversation and how he was constantly looking at her and looking at me and how I brought darkness into her house. She openly condemned me for bringing the devil into her home. And she called me the spawn of Satan. I still remember that to this day. I was, I was thoroughly shocked that those words passed this lady's mouth. Kim strongly expressed that she only communed with the light and that me bringing this being into her home had changed the energy of a home and she was not very happy about it. Now, her initial interest in my paranormal perspective which peaked with intrigue and curiosity, had turned to fear, paranoia, ridicule and condemnation. Kim felt challenged. Like seriously, I get this quite a lot now, so I'm kind of used to it. But from this particular lady who was very open, very quiet, she had a very quiet personality and persona. And I I was really quite shocked and still am to this day about her reaction. Now, Kim felt challenged by this new viewpoint I was presenting, and it seemed to have tipped her over the edge mentally and emotionally. She kind of finished our friendship there and then, and I haven't heard from her since. Take a sidestep here for a moment, and then I will get back to how this story finished. Now, let's unpack this situation. There's always a few possible reasons why this paranormal being was in Kim's home in the first place. He was already there, hiding in the background, and came out because he recognised my vibration as someone who works with dark energy beings, because we all have a particular way that our energy shines, if you want to look at it that way. So that's the first reason. The second reason is. He'd seen me entering Kim's home and followed me in from the surrounding vicinity just to observe me and what we were talking about. Now, the third reason is the one that I usually find happens is that he wanted help and again came in to get my attention. And being a paranormal energy worker makes me a bit like the Pied Piper. Seriously, everywhere I go, I find these beings are attracted to me because they just want help. Now, number four, paranormal beings aren't out to hurt us. So there's always another reason for their presence. And I'm going to be talking about this a lot during this podcast. It's all about helping to educate people in a non-fear-based way about these beings, why they're here. They're in our environment all the time. So Kim's reaction was classic. I see this explosion of fear and paranoia in many people. Firstly, they're curious about the paranormal and then they find it intriguing, mostly when it's on TV and in the movie theatres. When people bring it into reality, it seriously challenges their sense of security. So let's get back to the story. This lurking energy being had actually come home with Kim's husband 
from around one month ago. And he was explaining this to me through my pendulum dowsing, through me asking him questions. He said that her husband had had a big blow up, was the word this being used. It's sort of like an in-your-face type argument at work and was extremely angry and had been very, very resentful towards his workmates for the last month. And this build-up of anger and resentment in his energy field created a huge pool of vibrational food for this particular energy being who had simply hitchhiked home with Kim's husband from the work car park. Now, this dark entity told me that he'd had enough of the facade of spiritual grace and understanding in the home between the husband and the wife, and he'd been looking for a way out. And then I came along, and he saw his way out. This is why he was in the kitchen, and he was around us the whole time that I was there. Now, I didn't see this energy being my friend Kim. It's very visual and she sees angels, archangels, which means that she's also able to see lower vibrational beings sometimes. So I may have sensed that he was there, but like I said, it was my afternoon off and I'm like, nope, I'm not getting involved in that there and then. So this entity had observed me all afternoon, listened to our conversations and wanted to know more about this safe place for dark energy beings like him in the afterlife waiting room. So after a brief sort of exchange of information, through his free will, this being surrendered himself to transition into the healing space. And as he left, I kind of felt this uh, thank you It's hard to explain. He didn't say the words, just like when he communicated this information about the husband. He didn't say it with words the way that I'm speaking with you. It's more like a feeling and understanding about what he's saying. I felt that he was very grateful and that he appreciated the assistance from someone that treated him with respect. So that story ended in a really, really positive way for this energy being. And it can show you how they can just linger in our environment. They can hitchhike from one person to the next. And often they will present themselves to energy workers, people who work spiritually. I'm just thinking, he may have been in Kim's home also. This is number five, is the reason that... He knew Kim was a spiritual person, that she had connections to higher vibrational beings. And he may have been hanging around her, waiting for her to help him. Now, not everyone who has spiritual connections, does meditation, does energy work, wants to transition lower vibrational beings. It is a specific skill set and it is constant. So I have to say that the paranormal world around us never ceases to amaze me. They're not as scary as you think. Now, I have a question from a listener. Katie in Western Australia, who writes, Are you for real? And my very simple answer to Katie's question is 100% Yes, 
Everything you hear on this podcast has been either observed or learnt from my personal experiences and also work-related paranormal house-clearing experiences. And I have to say that I am naturally curious about the unseen world. Ever since childhood, I've had an inquisitive mind. And like most people, it started with angels, archangels, spirit guides, elementals, fairies. But then I found that my natural skill was working with the lower vibrational beings. And that I understand them. I'm not afraid of them. And this is what makes this work doable, is that there is no fear. They, they read my energy. They know that I am genuine, just like this energy being in Kim's house. He knew I was genuine. He felt that Kim couldn't help him because she only worked with high vibrational beings in a different way to me. She had no interest. He could feel the fear and the paranoia and probably the anxiety that Kim had around dark energy beings because so many people have that. It is the way that society has trained us and brainwashed us. There's always two sides to a story, not the one lopsided human story that tricks everyone into believing one over-dramatised, controlling, fear-based approach. Some people love the drama that goes with the paranormal spooky talk. But I prefer to tell it how it is from my real-life experiences, and it actually makes it relatable. This is what people tell me when I do the house-clearing work for them. They're like, this, it's as simple as that. I'm going, yeah, it is actually, you just understand why these beings are here, what they're attracted to, and then you work on not creating those emotional imprints, those trauma imprints, because we all have particular trigger emotions that we create, which is a topic for another episode. So in episode seven, we're going to look at brain fog and the paranormal connection. Haven't we all experienced mind-numbing blockages at one stage or another and couldn't work out the cause? And I'm going to share a story about how dark energy beings used extreme brain fog, oh my gosh, to stop me getting to a friend's workplace. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you have enjoyed this episode of Perfectly Paranormal. And don't forget to send me your paranormal questions and stories you'd love to share with the world. Email me at spiritualbeing44gmail.com and for information on paranormal house clearing you can visit my website Spiritual Being. See the description box for the web address. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space with you again next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal. <laughs>